This is the Bat Pod. Grab your bat microphone, it's time to start the show. Like a quarter of owls, the mystery is starting to grow. Let there be no debate, it's about to begin. Keen like Bruce Wayne, quick like Tim Drake, fierce like Damien. Grab your headphones, listen up, you know you love it, drop the facade. Like the Dark Knight Detective, they've got some perspective, they're a pure crime fighting collective. It's the Bat Pod. Welcome to the Bat Pod. My name is Bill Beer, and joining me tonight, Jay Loving and Ronnie Barron. How's it going, guys? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. That's good. That's good. So tonight we're going to be doing an issue of Batman. Batman number 74 was one of those odd fifth weeks where Batman uh, skipped a week and we sort of are getting two issues during our normal recording schedule. So we're going to put out Batman number 74 by itself. We will get right into it. The Bat Pod is a spoiler podcast. Please read the comics we're reviewing so you can enjoy the show. We are a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. So Batman number 74. Your writer is Tom King. Your artist is Mikkel Yanin. Colorist, Jordi Belair. Letter, Clayton Cowles. Cover, Mikkel Yanin. Variant cover, Juan Dominguez. Associate Editor, Rob Levin. Editor, Jamie S. Rich. And in this issue, Batman and Thomas Wayne continue their journey to Raz Al Ghul's name pit to resurrect Martha Wayne. They take an unconscious, shadlin broken, the leader of the death, to exchange life for life. They discuss Bruce's favorite bedtime story, the animal in the pit. And as they arrive at the pit, it's a fight to the death, possibly. And one victor is shown climbing out of the pit. So, we get the ending of this arc. We'll jump right into, you know, the animals in the pit. We had that issue show up in Batman number 57. Yes. And I, for one, didn't really know why it showed <laughs> showed up. You know, it was just one of those things. Did you all see, see this coming in the future? Was this something that you might have predicted or something like that? No, I didn't. But because it was kind of... It was oddly placed in that issue because I went back and looked at that, yeah. actually. And it starts out, and it gives every indication that the story is being told by the father of that assassin, Anatoly Nevsk, who tried to kill Dick Grayson. And yes, his name is Dick, despite what DC says, is Dick. And But in the end, we find out that it's Thomas Wayne telling it to Bruce, sort of a, I don't know, two-sided story, you get the impression that both of these people heard the story, you know, young Bruce and young Anatoly as a kid, and I didn't see a whole lot of point in it at the time, but knowing King, I should have known this would probably show back up. Well, I think I think the one thing you see, it, it kind of fit perfectly for the Anatoly care, because that's something that he would, you know, he was abused by his father, that kind of story, you know, but it didn't make a lot of sense for Bruce Wayne at the time. And we were like, why would he be reading his son the story? And anyway, it's pretty graphic. Yes. But once we get into this story, it kind of makes sense. 
it's explained. I don't know if it makes total sense, but you know, they're they're on their way to the pit to resurrect his mother, and they start talking about the story, and you get some background information about the story and what and how Thomas Wayne of a different universe kinda had parallel paths to a certain point. And that doesn't always happen when you think of these multiple Earths and multiple Bruce Waynes. Something happens at some point to go off. But I guess it was later till this actually went off, that path. So I had a question about that. Yeah. Actually. So how does Thomas Wayne from a different parallel universe know that our version of Bruce is this is his favorite story? I mean, couldn't it couldn't it be that just his Bruce? It was his favorite story. It's possible. I guess he was assuming. You know, as I was saying, it's like both timelines are parallel until they get to the night of the shooting, right? And then they go into different directions. But it would seem like it would be different altogether. You would think, right? Yeah. But yeah. Isn't now correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Martha become the Joker in that universe? Yes, she becomes the Joker in that universe. So is this our Martha? Yeah, this is our. This is our, our Martha. Okay, because I was like, because that'd be really yeah, weird. Yeah, if you she wouldn't want to resurrect her because she's nuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, Thomas is pretty nuts too. Oh yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he explains. To Bruce that he needed to be broken. He needed a low point. He was addicted to Batman. He needed to learn to put away that love and sympathy like he did and be practical. If this is what practical means. And they can be a family again. Yeah. Of course they can. Yeah, of course they can. Because that happened. It's all unicorn and rainbows in comic books when that happens. So when they get, get to the pit. Bruce mentions that the reason that he liked the book wasn't because it was so dark and the horror of it, that there was hope every time the book was read to him. His hope would be that somebody got out of the pit. That was his hope for the story. And then he starts fighting Thomas Wayne. And and when Thomas lands on the coffin, you find out that Bruce buried his mother's body when he was sleeping and put Filled it up with rocks. A box of rocks. Which is pretty genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> is it? I mean, I mean it, that kind of struck me as a weak part of the story. Because it's like, okay, you buried your mother and you filled your coffin with a box of stones and then he didn't wake up. I just, no, I just, it just seemed like that's a lot to believe. If, it, if 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 the shoe was on the other foot and and Batman was asleep, I don't think that he would look. He would like be so sound asleep he wouldn't notice. That's yeah, true. yeah, good point. True, but this version of Thomas Wayne is pretty much as much Batman as Bruce is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as strengths and the skills. So that's just that's kind of why. I'm, I well, I think as far as the story goes. They needed something in the story to make sure Martha gets back into her grave. Right. I mean, they needed, they needed to, cause there was no way whoever gets out of the pit was going to carry that coffin back up. Right. 
down is easy, up is a little hard, but <laughs> but yeah, we we get a fight there at the end. Mm-hmm. We don't know the results of that fight, and we see a hand coming out of the pit, and it basically ends. Who do we think got out of the pit? I'll play devil's advocate here. Okay. Thomas could be coming out, because since we're starting the City of Bane arc, the next issue, Thomas could be coming out of the pit as to where Batman already knows about this, um, uh, Rosal Ghoul pit. So there could be an underground one as to where he's playing possum and he's actually has the upper hand. Or there could be like secret tunnels or something that. Right, right. So Thomas thinks that he won, but in all reality, Batman's going to pull the old cowl over his eyes and Bane's eyes. It's possible. That's as feasible as anything. Yeah. Yeah. I know they, they wanted to show you somebody got out of the pit in relation to that story. That's that's right. that's the biggest thing. But yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the first immediate thought when I read it was, yeah, well, how could it not be Bruce? Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, well, there's a lot of ways it could not be Bruce and still fit into the story. But how, you know, who knows? No, and it might never be explained. And the only reason I say that it could be Thomas coming out is because these past 73, 74 issues, nothing's ever what it seems to be. No, that's that true. true. That's true. So everybody is like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Bruce coming out of there. Then it's actually Thomas who pulls himself up out of there. And then, you know, two or three, five pages in, we get to see Thomas actually fell into Bruce's trap that he's had all along. And he can go underground and probably beat Thomas back to Gotham through the t- tunnels or whatever. Right. And and would you want this to, if if it did end this way and Bruce gets out of this pit and Thomas Wayne, whatever happened to him, we don't see him again. It feels like we got a little shorthanded on the Thomas Wayne story. That's what it would feel like to me personally, because, you know, I really want to see Bruce be, get back to Gotham and be able to defeat uh, the not knowing if this is the way it's going in, the not knowing, I guess it's okay, but maybe that's the whole purpose. Yeah, right. So here's what I think happened. I think Bruce is coming out of the pit, and I think that we get your Hollywood ending, you know, for your Batman movies where it's an accidental death. Mm. You know, not he didn't kill him on purpose, accidental death. He lost the grip of the Joker's hands, you know, that sort of thing. But, of course, we're just guessing here. I don't know. It seems lame if they do that. But. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, they're just going to let it go unexplained. Right. And then he'll come back yeah, another day. Yeah, because, I mean, it's comic books, so nobody can stay dead forever. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know what happened to him unless Bruce has, like, a sentence... You know, like they did for the KG Beast, where he left them out in this cabin, and then they they said a few issues later that the FBI or the CIA was there to uh, they were watching them, so they were able to save save them. Yeah, that sort of thing. But but. Yep, we've seen it before, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can write any story, and then issues later you can. 
that story never happened or change how that story's ending happened. I mean, it happens all the time. The way you said changed kind of brings up something I've been kind of reluctant to mention. I don't know if it's just me overthinking. But ever since we learned that King would be leaving Batman after the city of Bane, wasn't going to be able to fulfill his 102 issues. I've been wondering is DC's editorial staff, are they letting him just go do whatever you want to do up until the city of Bane and then you're done? Or have they sort of instructed him or has he decided that he isn't going to complete what he wanted to do? Did he go back and rewrite any of this? Huh. Maybe a, maybe a moot point. I don't know. I'm just, that's yeah. something that's, it's possible that he had to, I mean, the way he writes this particular series, he's got 10 issues to have the ending to a story. So the way he's been writing this, I mean, he might have had to rewrite like the last, I don't know, six or seven issues just to wrap it up into what he wants to do in the Batman Catwoman mini. To try to squeeze it in. Yeah. And you don't know what he was going to do, and DC said, yeah, we can't do that. So that sort of got cut out, and then his story kind of went into another direction, but I'm not sure. I I assume, to Jay's point, that something got tweaked somewhere. It would seem like it almost had to have been done that yeah. way. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess we will see. So as always, the art in this book is spectacular. I love the Batman with just the cowl on. Yeah. He kind of looks intimidating. It also has that kind of older Golden Age kind of vibe to it, too. Like, it's cool, but it's also kind of cheesy, corny-ish as well. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't remember the issue, but the issue I was thinking about was, like, where he was wrestling. I think it was actually with Ra's al Ghul. There in the early... 200s, like the mid-200s. Yeah, I agree. I had that feeling, too. I think that's really what he was going for. Spot on. So anything else you guys want to add about this particular book? I I don't really have anything. I'm just... I've enjoyed all 73 issues, whether people think that's crazy or I'm in the majority, minority, I don't care. But each story adds on, and I love the fact like you guys already talked about, that something gets thrown back in that we've already seen because that's happened countless times before. Right. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing that I think has been apparent throughout this 74 issues, whether you like Tom King's writing style, whether you like this run of Batman or not, one thing you I don't think you can say is that he doesn't, have things planned out. It's like every damn thing that has happened in so many four issues is related. There's been nothing throwaway that I can go back and think of. Yeah. And it's all built on top of that. That's why I'm saying I should have remembered or realized that when he put that story in about the animals in, in the pit, that was going to be central to the story. Yeah, it's going to come back or have a rele- relevance somehow because everything else has. Everything else is done has. Yep, exactly. Well, I think the way this story was written out, Compared to that uh, bedtime story, uh, it was used really well. And I think bringing up that story 
made this story hit you a little bit harder than maybe it would have if you didn't have that background. Right. It was interesting, that's for sure. So next issue, we head to the city of Bane, which should be interesting. I guess we'll get ready and head out of here. If you'd like to contact us, we are on Twitter. It's at bat underscore pod. We do have an email. If you'd like to email us, it's batpodpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in about a week with more Batman goodness. Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. We will see you later. Thank you.